0: Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions.
1: Hey, is anybody listening out there? Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do them that have it. Get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Ever had a conversation with someone and get the feeling that this person is really not listening to what you're saying? Researchers who study human interaction estimate that when two people are engaged in conversation, only 10% of the time are they actually listening to one another. If that's true, this means that only 10% of what you are saying to the person you're talking to is going in one ear and probably entering their brain while the other 90% is going in one ear and out the other. So why is this? How come it is so difficult for us to listen to one another? Experts on the subject offer up several excuses, such as the listener being distracted, the listener being concerned over personal issues which don't allow for the concentration needed to listen. Another excuse, a lack of training in the art of listening, whatever that means. The list of reasons for poor listenership goes on and on, yet as someone who has met in person with over 15,000 savers, many of whom approach me because they are frustrated with advisors who feel they are not listening to them. I truly believe that this lack of listening can be boiled down to one simple fact. Nobody really cares what you and I have to say, or as my late great father used to say, who cares? And that's the topic of today's program. Welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, trained listening specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today, we're going to help you understand why the financial world appears to be more concerned with what's on their mind than what's on yours. But before I bend your ear on this subject, let me introduce a very good listener, the producer of the Worry-Free Retirement, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Are you listening to me over there this morning, Aaron?
2: What? What was that? What'd you say? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Good morning, sir. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm ready yeah, to rock roll.
1: All right. That's good. But what do you think about this topic? I know in our marketing meeting, we talked about the idea of people not listening to one another. Would you agree with that statistic right there that researchers assume roughly only 10%? Now, this is a conversation, if you're having a conversation, not, hey, Aaron, how's it going? We'll get to that in a minute. But would you say that probably 10% is all about people really listen to out of a... Or do you think that seems low that to you? That just
2: seems really low to me. But I guess, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. There's just well, a lot smarter than I am. So well, let's put it this way. I
1: guess. Let's take throughout the entire day. Oh, I tell you what we had. I'll give you a good example. I bet if I quizzed you and anybody else in that room, and then we had the Zoom meeting. You know, we had our annual staff meeting, right? right. All the staff was a total of 15 of us now total, plus me. And we talked, of course, I talked for what, four and a half, five hours? Was it that long? We were we were going pretty long, yeah. Okay, so here would be a test, and I would never put you to this test. But if I told you to write down everything I said, I bet you couldn't write down probably more than, I mean, remember it exactly what I said, right? Every
2: word yeah. for five hours? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't even know if I can get 10% down. I do remember what we talked about, if that makes sense. Yeah, kind I just of I conceptually- don't remember every single
1: word uttered. You know, well, I, you know, now my wife would totally disagree with what I'm about to say, but I guess because I've met with so many people, I have been accused by my clients of being a pretty darn good listener. And I think part of the success of Tony Walker Financial is number one, I guess, just having a psychology degree and also my upbringing. But I just have always assumed if you're trying to help somebody. Now, listen, folks, this is a retirement planning show, but let's think about this. If my goal is to help my clients, let's say I'm a financial counselor if we want to call it that. My um, brother for instance is a um he he's a drug and alcohol counselor, all right. My son Philip is a psychiatric nurse practitioner. My wife used to practice as a nurse in ICU and in uh, oncology. I mean, if you're in those particular fields and you really care about somebody, wouldn't you assume you'd want to listen to them?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Wouldn't you assume that they're there to see you because it's about them, not about you? Would you say that would be correct? Sure. Okay. So yeah, it just almost seems common sense to me that if I'm a financial advisor, and let's say that's you riding down the road right now, and you need some help with your retirement, your money, your concerns, your worries. If you're going to come in to talk to me, I'm assuming that you don't want to hear me yak and talk for quite a... Wouldn't you agree with that, Aaron? I mean, if you came in to me, put yourself in the client's shoes, Let's say you got a 401k that you need to roll over and you don't know what to do with it. If you come into me, do you want to talk about what you want or do you want to hear what I want personally? Right. I want, I want you to listen to what
2: I think I want.
1: There you go. But it's, it's interesting, Aaron, what I've noticed in meeting with so many people. You know why a lot of people come to Tony Walker Financial? Why do you think they come to us? Some of them already have advisors. So my question is, why are they coming to us if they already have an advisor? Guess what many of them say? Go ahead. Well, do,
2: you, do you want me to say, because I, I, I think I know the answer, but we'll take a do, stand do you want me to play it? dumb or say, okay, I think it's because you you are, you're a good listener and they feel comfortable talking to you about what they want, whether, you know, that's probably another thing is that people are afraid that they might think what they say they want might sound ridiculous to an advisor or whatever. If they might say, well, I've always wanted to travel or yeah. whatever, you know they don't want an advisor going well what do you want to travel for you know they don't they don't want to hear somebody saying that they they know what they want and i feel like you've allowed people to be comfortable in those meetings and and tell you what they want
1: that's really good observation in our staff meeting remember we went through the attributes of our clients the one thing that came out of that meeting that we're going to talk about today and it's been the theme. I said, okay, staff, why do you think we have so many clients? I think we're up to almost 2,200 clients now or something. I mean, it's, it's an amazing number. Well, I, it's a team effort, believe me. But you know what I think everybody finally concluded is the clients that we work with know that we care. Yeah. And they sense that. They sense that with the amount of time we spend with them. They sense that with the amount of money we spend on our income software. And, of course, I pay staff really well. I have a lot of staff. Um, you know, I was I ran into a, a firm the other day. Somebody said, hey, have you heard of this so-called firm? They were working with them. They were not real satisfied. And I said, well, no, I haven't. And I looked them up. Won't name their name. But Aaron, they had it look like, from what I could count, 10 advisors. Do you know how many service professionals supported those advisors were at this firm? You're not going to believe this. 10 advisors. I mean, that's a lot of business created, right? How many people do you think worked behind those advisors? Uh,
2: I'll say no, two, maybe three. I'll say three,
1: That's maybe. a good guess. It, see, we have a total of four fiduciaries, uh, but we have nine service experts. So folks, first of all, we care. That's why we have so many people supporting the work, and, and I meet the majority of those people. So most of the roles of our other fiduciaries are in a support role as well. So I guess you could say, for the most part, it's not that I meet with everybody, but I'm going to meet with each client no matter what at some point in the process. I make it a point to do that. If you become a client, uh, yesterday I had three, actually four current clients come in that just wanted me to review their situation. One of them I hadn't seen in years. And it was really fun to just get caught up to see how they're doing, but that was comforting to know that I cared enough about them. Even though they came in, we didn't make any money on the meeting, right? I mean, we've, a lot of our meetings, we don't make any money. We don't charge fees just to meet. There's no cost to meet. But they know I care. I want to know what's going on in their life, and and, and it's very very rewarding. So if that's you right now, if you're sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm kind of getting that feeling. I'm getting the feeling that the financial world cares more about my money than me. Stay tuned, because when I return, I'm going to talk about an interesting concept called the Dracula effect. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back.
0: so my 401k i'm a few years from retirement um is there any way i'm getting my employer match right now so is there any way i can roll that over to you and kind of have a little bit of both or
1: it depends on your age but uh, let's take the example of the 59 and a half year old person they'll come into me we do a game plan and they say golly tony i'd rather you handle the 401k plan right which they could roll it over to us but i get this match i don't want to stop contributing the the beauty of that is you keep contributing absolutely I always tell people, contribute up to the match. Now, a lot of people are putting in way too much in their 401k plans, but in that example, we would roll the 401k over to Tony Walker Financial. We handle everything. There's no cost or taxes to do that. And then you just simply keep contributing for the time being until you retire to get that corporate match. So old money gets rolled to us. The new money, you just keep contributing as if nothing's ever happened.
0: So my husband's 62. Could he do this?
1: Uh, Oh, absolutely. So he is contributing to a 401k? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... What we could do, and here's how the process would work. So if your your husband would meet with us first, we'd go through a full financial analysis of everything, create a game plan, and then we would roll the 401k over based on determining what he wants to invest in, annuities, Wall Street stuff, whatever. I'll figure all that out. But then, no, we would keep contributing to the 401k. So really, it's as if nothing happened. It's just now we're managing the brunt of his 401k and he now has a game plan. So when he retires, not if he retires, when he retires he knows exactly what he's gonna do with that money. Years ago, this was back in the mid-90s after I had uh, fortunately successfully matriculated and completed the exams through the CLU and the CFP and done all that stuff. And I was at a conference. Uh, Aaron, I think you've heard this story. It's worth repeating. And I was getting ready to leave the conference. This was a big financial firm that was having it. And I was tired. I'd been there three days. And somebody said, oh, are you not going to stay around to hear Bob alone? And I said, Who's Bob Castellone? I said, oh man, you got to hear this guy. And I'm thinking, oh man, I just want to get back home. I think it was in Atlanta. (laughs) I said, I just want to go home. I don't want to quote, listen. I've been listening all week. You know, it's like I'm burned out. So anyway, I sat in the back of the room, kind of like, okay, whatever. And this guy probably shared for the first time in my life, a true understanding. And I never learned this through all my studies in CLU and CFP and all this stuff. A true understanding of how the financial world really works. And he described it, I know, when will this be aired, by the way?
2: Uh, Uh, This is going to air November, November. at the end of November.
1: Okay, well, okay. So we're recording this show, folks, on October 20th, 2020, so we're going to miss Trick or Treat and Halloween, but he called it the Dracula Effect. right. Now, bear with me, folks. If you really want to understand how the financial world works and why they generally don't listen real closely to what you want and appear to always seem to be out for what they want, Bob Castellone said, the financial world's a lot like Dracula. So, Aaron, what did Dracula need to survive? One word. He needed blood. Very good. Okay. If Dracula did not get the blood, what would happen to him? He would vanish. He would (laughs) disappear. Say, die. He would die. Die. Yeah, he would die. Okay, so think of the financial world. And again, folks, I'm a part of this world. Don't, Don't get me wrong here. But the financial world is just like Dracula. What they need is money and without money, consistent flow of money, quite frankly, they will die. So you say, Tony, what does this have to do with anything? Well, you have to understand folks that the financial world, their first and only objective, first and foremost, Aaron, again, uh, you're gonna think you're, you're being hardcore here, Tony. The first and foremost objective is to make money on your money. Now, this should sound very reasonable if you think about it, because they have to be in business. It's like Tony Walker Financial, and we talked about that at the staff meeting. One of the problems we have is we try to serve so many people, and quite frankly, sometimes those relationships are not as profitable. And I told the staff, I said, we're going to try to make sure to help as many people as we can. But for instance, we can't always just have everybody come in and try to help them one-on-one. That's why in many cases we start off with a phone call, which incidentally, this has been really uh, rewarding for not only us, but for clients that maybe are not quite ready to work with Tony Walker Financial for whatever reason, but just need a little help. We have started something called the 10-minute fiduciary phone call. All right. Now, what is the 10-minute fiduciary phone call? Well, what you do is you give us a call. Let me give you the phone number right now. It doesn't matter your age, circumstances. You just feel like you need somebody you can talk to about your finances. We don't want to get into marriage counseling and all that, do we, Aaron? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You notice I said finances. Okay. Derek wanted to, you know, ask me about different cars he could buy. Derek, you can't call this 10-minute fiduciary hotline and talk about the next car you're going to purchase. All right. That's not what this is for. All right. But what happens is you call 877-499-9255. That's the number to Tony Walker Financial. It's a confidential call, 877-499-WALK. And what happens is we schedule a 10-minute phone call with either myself or one of our fiduciaries to find out what in the world is going on and how we might help. Now, why would we do that, Aaron? Why would we offer a 10-minute free phone call? Because we Care. Care. <laughs> You know, when I used to be on a large network here in Louisville, uh, that's where we met Aaron at this former network, and remember the live call-in show? I mean, that's what would happen. People would call in with all sorts of questions, and I think what was rewarding about that show is I could try to answer questions for people, some of which, quite frankly, were probably not at this point ready for Tony Walker Financial's clients. There's a difference. Right. Well, folks, the financial world, in fact, there's a lot of people that advertise, if you don't even have a half million dollars, listen closely. They don't want to talk to you. There are, there are firms out there right now, listen again, if you don't have at least a half million dollars, they are not even going to speak to you. Do not call and waste their time. That's not the case at Tony Walker Financial. So what we have tried to do, since we're independent, we don't work for anybody, we work for our clients, that's who we are basically employed by, what I've come back with is this idea of understanding where does all this financial jargon come from? How do they work and how are they interested? And what we've come up with is five, they are basically five points that the financial world tends to make, Aaron, that in the late, as my late great father would say. Who cares? Okay, so let's go over. We just picked five of these. So what I'm going to set up, folks, these are examples. If you go talk to the financial world or financial advisors, not all of them, but many of them are going to want to talk about them. Am I, you understand where I'm going with this, Aaron? Yes. Okay, we call this the boardroom brag. So, picture, and I used to do this, but like yeah, the boardroom brag. You go, I would go to these conferences, everybody's trying to tell you what to say. Fortunately, I don't work for any of these financial institutions. It's really bad if you work for one because if you want to keep your job, this is what you got to talk to people about. Here's the first bo- boardroom brag We are one of the largest firms in the world. They, now, you know what Dick Walker would say about that? Let's roll tape. Who cares? Okay. Here's another boardroom brag that really has nothing to do with anything with you. We have billions, that's billions with a B by the way, of dollars under management. Who cares? Boardroom brag number three. We enjoy serving the highest net worth clients. Who cares? Boardroom brag number four. We have hundreds of locations throughout the country. Who cares? And then finally, and I could go on, uh, it would probably get boring at some point. We are comprehensive wealth managers. Who cares? Okay, so folks, let's let's talk about all these five points. First of all, none of this has anything to do with your situation. Would you agree, Aaron? Let's go over these again real quick. Do you really care that the firm that's wanting your money is the largest in the world? No. I had a buddy. Uh, he's become a buddy. He was a client, but he's kind of become a buddy. Just a fun guy. He was talking to a very large institution, and he, the institution and him were talking, and he decided to tell them. I didn't Probably wouldn't have done this. He said, you know what? I think I'm going to go work with that Tony Walker fellow. That's how he referred to me. And these people, I guess, had gotten wind of me. Maybe they Googled me real quick, and they said, he's not very big. This independent guy over here, and I guess they're looking at staff. And uh, For independent, I've got a lot of staff, but they're probably thinking, what in the world? And they told him. They said, Mr. Jones, I'll call him Mr. Jones, we're one of the biggest, largest firms in the world. And you know what his response was? This was a good one. He goes, and that's your problem. Yeah. And the person said, what do you mean? It said, every time I call over here, I get a different person. I get different answers. I've met with Tony now four times, and I'm going to work with his firm. I've met his firm. In fact, this gentleman even visited our Louisville and Bowling Green office because he wanted to meet everybody. But he just loved the fact that that he could put a name with a face. So it was very important to him. What about uh, billions of dollars under management? Mr. Worender, we've got billions of dollars. Do you really care how much money I've got under management? What does that have to do with you?
2: That doesn't have anything to do with me. That's not my billions.
1: That's right, there you go, I like that. Here's another one we told, the highest net worth clients. Now if I said that, and let's just assume you don't feel like you have a lot of money. You know, one of the biggest problems I see when people come in, they've been watching all these commercials or talking to a lot of these high rollers, these big boys, and you know what they feel? They almost feel ashamed that they don't have a right. lot of money.
2: Right. Can you imagine They're if, scared because they don't compare.
1: Yeah, they, they, they don't think they're prepared. Well, right. if you see a commercial where people are talking about retirement and that you have to have a half million dollars to work with them, and let's say you have $300, do not you assume you must not have enough money? Right. yeah. Which is totally irresponsible for somebody to even think that way. You shouldn't think that way, folks. Oh, here's the, the fourth one again. Hundreds of locations around the country. Now, what does that have to do with somebody living in bowling green southern indiana louisville or lexington right why would that matter it doesn't and then people say yeah but tony what if i move away well folks we have you know one of our most frequent states in the union where we have a lot of clients who've moved there guess where that would be obviously where do you think most people move when they retire florida yeah so we're licensed in florida we can continue to work with you folks it's not the end of the world if you work with us and you're in Kentucky or Indiana and you move, we, we've got the technology. We can handle it. It's not a big deal. There's no reason to have 6,000 offices around the country to serve our clients. And finally, I love this comprehensive wealth management. Now, when you hear the word wealth, Aaron, doesn't, doesn't that kind of designate millions and millions of dollars? Yeah. I think of wealthy. Yeah. And again, you let's say you've got three or four hundred thousand in your 401k. Uh, probably not gonna do a lot for you, for me to brag about we are wealth managers and we work with wealthy people. Probably make you feel kinda of funny again, right? Yeah. So folks, this is not about embarrassing savers. This is about helping savers worry less about money. And at Tony Walker Financial, we care. Now, when I come back, what you should also care about is not only the advisor serving you, but how in the world are they, including we, how are we compensated in the line of service when it comes to your money. Coming right back, good stuff on how we get paid. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. It is estimated that each day over 10,000 people will turn 65, which means a lot of advisors selling a lot of annuities. Don't make the mistake of buying the wrong annuity. Learn more about annuities at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and one of the many questions we get this time of year is, Tony, I'm hearing more and more from the financial world about these Roth conversions. Is that a good idea? Well, with us is our resident tax certified specialist, Ms. Leanne Powell. Good morning, Leanne.
0: Morning, Tony.
1: All right, Leanne, let's first of all explain very briefly what is a Roth conversion?
0: Well, simply put, a Roth conversion is when we take pre-tax money from your IRA and convert it into a Roth IRA, where it can grow tax-free forever.
1: Well, that's a good, that's a good description. And I mean, that sounds good, and uh, we certainly will encourage people to look at Roth IRA uh, conversions, but what are some of the drawbacks that people encounter that they're not aware of maybe when they've been pitched to do a Roth conversion?
0: Well, the first thing you need to be aware of is that is considered taxable income in the year that the conversion takes place. So you will be paying those taxes out of pocket when you do the conversion. Another thing that you need to take into consideration is depending on your age, a Roth conversion could affect your Medicare premiums if you do it at age 63 on. Um, When they decide what your premiums are going to be at age 65, they look back two years on your income. So you wanna be careful about doing Roth conversions at that age.
1: So let's say someone's watching this and maybe they feel like, hey, I wanna turn some of this taxable money into tax-free money, assuming they have some money to pay the tax, and they contact us at Tony Walker Financial. Obviously, you get involved in the calculations. Walk them through that procedure we go through to be sure they are a good fit for a possible Roth conversion.
0: Well, a Roth conversion does sound good on paper, but it is definitely not for everyone. So we want to make sure that we look at your complete financial picture and um, really do lots of calculations and make sure that a Roth conversion is right for you individually. If we decide that it is a good fit for you, then we'll take you through the whole process, help you get all the paperwork taken care of, um, calculate those estimated taxes for you and make it very clear how you get those paid in a timely way.
1: Well, Ian, we certainly appreciate your time and your work, and uh, you make it a good day. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Welcome back to the Worry Free Retirement. The uh, subject today is Who Cares? And is anybody really listening out there? there oh, by the way, Aaron, I'm going to fumble through here. This is a great article. I love articles like this. I've even read this guy's book. M. Scott Peck, P-E-C-K, author of Road Less Traveled, one of the books I read years ago. But I love this saying in this particular quote. He says, you cannot truly listen to anyone and do anything else at the same time. It's pretty hard to do, isn't it? Yeah. People say, well, I can multitask and listen. Uh eh, I've, I've actually gotten pretty good at that, but that's pretty hard if you're really going to listen. And by the way, real quick, some, I'm not going to name all these. He's got things to avoid during what he calls active listening. Now, I am bad about this, but you know, sometimes you have to. But he says, number one, interrupting a sentence. Uh, I was at a conference years ago, Aaron, and the guy said, do not say anything until the person's finished and then count to three. You ever tried that? Well, because a lot of people aren't finished talking. So if you say a sentence and finish and I count to three silently, you don't count out loud, obviously, that would look weird. But you wait. In many cases, people are still talking. They're not finished. Uh, here's another good one. Over upon certain details um, or asking about minor details that distract from the speaker's point. I, I agree with that. I mean, sometimes people get into the weeds, we call it. So you can do that. Making jokes or sarcastic comments. Boy, that unfortunately, I do that way too much. It says, save the humor for later in a conversation. That's probably a good point. So, folks, what we're talking about is with advisors, with the financial world, are they really listening to you? And then are they explaining, after they have your money or trying to get your money, how are these folks, including yours truly, paid? Well, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to give you an example. We get paid in one of two ways. If you work for Tony Walker Financial, we do not charge fees for our time that never any of our expertise, we do all that for free, but we do have to make a living. So we either work on a commission basis from the sale of insurance products and those products that we sell for a commission. Now, by the way, Aaron, I like to explain commissions this way, commissions are paid by the seller. Okay, so bear with me. Okay. So let's say life insurance, cause you're on the younger side. Let's say Aaron, you buy a life insurance policy through Tony Walker Financial and you write a check to Mutual Nairobi or whoever the insurance company is for $1,000 for your life insurance, right? Yep. Okay. You don't write a check to Tony Walker Financial. Right. So you've got to ask yourself, Tony, how much did you make on the transaction? Who paid you? Well, you didn't, so who paid me? The The insurance company. Yeah, the insurance insurance company. company. Yeah. Okay. So the insurance company builds into the products the cost to pay the agents. That's how they're paid. So really, when you buy an annuity, a Medicare supplement, life insurance – the cost of the commission for the agent selling it is built into the product. So you don't really pay anything out of pocket. So we sell commissionable products. The second way is through fees. Now let me talk about the Charles Schwab program because we started this program three and a half years ago. Since that time, Aaron, we're already up to $117 million under management as of the date of this recording on October 20th, 2020. And I think one reason it's grown, you know why number one, We are very transparent about our fees, and the fees for the amount of services we offer, we do everything for the client, is only eight-tenths of 1%, and we don't have these humongous minimums. Do you know what the average money manager that's also wanting a half million dollars is probably charging you? How much do you think they're charging? You want to take a guess?
2: I'll say 2%.
1: 2%. Some of them are charging that high. The average is anywhere from one and a quarter to one and a half. So That means almost double the fees and usually basically no service. So folks, if that's you, if you're sitting there saying, gosh, I need to find an advisor who will actually sit down and listen to my concerns. And I want that advisor to be very upfront about how they're paid, how they're how they're compensated, how they make money. And I want to know, do they have a team of service experts that's going to service the sell? Well, we need to talk because at Tony Walker Financial, we care about our clients. And I have over 36 years and an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Give us an opportunity. If you'd like to talk to us by phone, or meet in person, all you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. We'll look forward to talking to you next week on the Worry-Free Retirement. But you remember, between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free. You don't get it, don't get it. shame on you. Honey, funny, funny what money can do.